Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All right, people are going to be thrown off. They're going to be like, I didn't know Sip was on Friday, but when it comes to uh, Stephen M. Sipple showing up on 1620, who knows what day of the week it is. <laughs> uh, we thank you uh, for uh, adjusting or you adjusting to our schedule. Good morning, my friend. How are you? Oh, you always got to adjust to me. The yeah. world revolves around me yeah you told uh, you told me you had an assignment yesterday is this big breaking news is this a uh a big uh column no, that you're gonna be writing no it was job related though um, okay you still have one yeah job related <laughs> my my re- my husker online job i just had a conflict so okay and i don't always do good about communicating so but here we are. We have plenty to talk about. Yes. Yeah. Uh, did that team in Lincoln last night punch their ticket to the NCAA tournament? I mean, God, you hate to. It seems like it. I mean, it would. they would have to kind of, you know, go into a, a bit of a tailspin. Everybody, if you look at the schedule, it'll start to lighten up after, you know, after playing at Illinois and Northwestern. And they'll be better than most of the teams they play down the stretch. That's why they have to kind of go into an unexpected tailspin. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, they, they took a gigantic step that way. It looks like an NCAA tournament team, <laughs> at least yeah. at PBA. It always looks like an NCAA Hell, they look like a top-10 team at PBA. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I think they're headed in the right direction for sure. If, if I know for the last month now we've talked about Nebraska, what it needs to do to make the NCAA tournament. And a lot of those conversations, I, th- I feel like most people would say, I feel better about them getting in than I don't. Last night right. obviously solidifies that too. At some point, I mean, if, if Nebraska, if they kind of hold true to form where they're winning home games and maybe you're still having some struggles on the road, does it start to, does that conversation start to turn into, is this the team that gets that? that first ever win in the NCAA tournament or are we still oh, far from no, that? No, it does. No, absolutely. Yeah. This, you, don't have, you don't have to go any further. Yeah. This is a team that's capable of winning in the NCAA tournament. There's some of it is matchup. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to see what the matchup is, but there's no doubt about it. I mean, they, they've beaten number one and number six. Of yeah. course. I mean, it, it, I think it's a team and I've thought it all along and, and, and I'm the road losses throw some confusion into the conversation. They, yeah. it, mm-hmm. they really do. Yep. But this is a good team. That's a good, it's just a good, it's a good team. It's very dangerous offensively, I think. And, and now when they play defense like they did last night, they don't always do that, by the way. I mean, mm-hmm. we can't act like they always play that way. They don't. But they, they really turned the game last night with their defense, the doubles, in the post were really effective. They were flying around. They got some guys out of there that weren't playing great defense and they got the right guys in and it turned. I I mean, I wasn't, it's kind of strange to say, but I, you know, they were down 19 and, but I wasn't surprised at the outcome. If you watch the game really closely, Nebraska's defense, the, 
when they started doubling, it bothered Wisconsin, and Wisconsin never really found an answer. So I, I thought it, you know, the, the confusing thing was when I thought late in the first half, I, I, my thought was this is going to be a game, even when they were down 11, Nebraska. Hmm. And then Chucky had the late, late first half spurred. But I still thought, ah, Wisconsin doesn't look right to me. They hmm. they came out they came out so well, but then for much of the game, they just didn't look right to me. Why does why does this team look right with Fred? You know, I mean, we went through the first couple of years, and we talked about it this morning, Sip. Of yeah, they had, it was just a weird roster. Um, COVID hit. Fred, you know, was making changes on his coaching staff. What, why is it different now from really kind of this time last year where it started to really take hold to now 22 games into this season? Well, it's dramatically different the way they put together the team. I mean, it's it, – and then they – I think Adam Howard deserves a lot of credit. I mean, it, the way he – the deep – they put more emphasis on defense for sure. They got rid of a couple coaches that they needed to get rid of. One in particular, Abdel Masi. It changed a lot of the way they do things. The team is, I thought with Abdel Masi, it looked to me like they would bring in talent and just hope it worked. It, the last couple of years, it looks like they recruited, put, or let's say put together a team with a plan. And this team, I thought from, I mean, starting in the offseason, I was saying, this is a good – there's good shooters on this team. It's not just Casey. They put – I don't know if Fred's intention was this, but the way I read it was it's, they're, they're going to take pressure off Casey, Tominaga, because Williams can really shoot. Wiltshire's got a beautiful shot. He wasn't – he hasn't always been effective at Nebraska, obviously, but he has a beautiful shot. Mass can shoot. And I thought, okay, they're, they're going to be tough to guard because – there's going to be nights when, a, when maybe one or two of those guys isn't shooting well, but not, they're all not going to be shooting bad. You, usually it doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. Those, all those guys, look at Look at the way they shoot the ball. They're good shooters. So I thought they were going to be dangerous, and they're probably a little better defensively than I thought they'd be. Sip, this was brought up in the, the Big Ten postgame, and I'd be curious if maybe you have a different feeling than what I did. I know Robbie Hummel was talking about it, how you know that game last night could – could be a a major moment of this season and I think what he was referring to is maybe this could help solve a little bit of the road woes I don't know if I'm ready to go there yet but just do you see it differently do you think what they did last night could could actually carry over into the road given what they had to overcome well I mean the the knee-jerk reaction is yes but if you just stop and think about it a little bit you can't really go there they beat Mm -hmm. Purdue at home number one Purdue and the big narrative was okay Here's that's the turning point, and then what happened? They went, they went to Iowa and threw a clunker, lost at Rutgers. So I, no, I don't. You'd like to think that they would carry this momentum into Illinois, but I don't think it's so much about momentum as it is about matchup. It's 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 a it's a difficult matchup at Illinois because Illinois because Brad Underwood presses pressures. Mm-hmm. There'll be a lot of pressure on defensive pressure. Nebraska doesn't always handle well doesn't mean they can't win that game. I think they can. They'll be tough. I really think they can go to Northwestern and win. But I don't know. I don't think necessarily that you can say, okay, look at what they did. They came back from 19. They'll surely take that, that momentum on the road. I don't 
I don't know about that. I, but I don't, I don't think that that's, here's what I think. I think it's psychobabble to say there's a mental block on the road. It's psychobabble, in my opinion. They'll beat teams on the road down the stretch. They're going to they're gonna play teams they're better than. Um, they're better in Ohio State. They're better in Michigan. I think they're, I think they're as good as Northwestern um, or close to as good as Northwestern. I mean, they beat them. Um, who am I missing there? Indiana. They're going to play Indiana. They're better than Indiana. They're going to win. They're going to win games on the road. I mean, the schedule lightens up. I'm not. I, and and you know what? It takes one game to change that narrative. It'll it'll happen. Well, and you have an opportunity here in the next two because you also go to Northwestern, which is you right. know, an NCAA tournament team. Steve Simple joining us from uh, on3.com and also 93.7 The Ticket. Hey, help me with the dynamic that I thought was kind of curious last night. Barry Collier was at the game. You know, Barry's kids graduated from Nebraska. Um, he, still, he still loves the state. He comes back when Butler plays at Creighton. He likes to get down to Lincoln, go to his favorite restaurants. Tim Miles tweets out last night, uh, congratulating Nebraska and the fans. The last four head basketball coaches at Nebraska are welcome back in the building. What's your reaction to that dynamic? Because I, that doesn't happen at many places. And by um, the way, all 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 of them except Barry got fired. Ah, it's yeah. <laughs> I it's interesting. I got to choose my words carefully. It, it probably suggests a little bit about level of passions, not as high as it is for football. We don't get as, oh, we just don't. Uh, it, I mean, we're, we haven't, we're not very good about welcoming back football coaches, I would say. <laughs> no. Um, that have been fired. And there's, there's just more, it's just, it's just, the feeling is different. With basketball, I think we're more forgiving because the level of passion is, come on, it's not nearly as high. So I think it's a, a largely about that. And those guys failed record-wise, but they were good guys. Yep. You know, it wasn't, they were really good guys. They were, they were very likable guys, particularly Miles and, and Doc. And Barry, you know, Barry was a different kind of guy than those. Those two were more outgoing personality-wise than Barry. But Barry mm-hmm. was a gentleman here. And he, he didn't, there was no embarrassment. Um, so I'm not overly, I guess I'm not overly surprised. I never really thought about it until right now. And I don't know how many coaches, if they're ever looking for a job, think about that part of it. It's interesting. And, and Sip, I've always wondered, you know, obviously we hope that it continues to work with Fred. You're, you're seeing uh-huh. something right now, but does, is, that, is there a part of what you just discussed right there? You know, besides the, the fan support, the facilities that Nebraska has for basketball, that that also makes Nebraska basketball a sneaky good job because that expectation level isn't even remotely close to what it is across the way at the football stadium? <laughs> I mean, I don't know if you're baiting me on this. I've said this for a long time. This is a heaven for coaches, <laughs> for basketball coaches, because of what you said. Yeah. All you have to do is win a game in the NCAA tournament, and you will be hailed as a coach at Nebraska, the mm-hmm. way Bill Self is held at Kansas for winning national championships. <laughs> I mean, it, that's just a fact. No, if I were an agent, if I were an agent, I say this all the time, I'd try to get my coach to Nebraska. He can work five, six years, not get to the NCAA tournament. 
and you, you can make it five or six years without getting to the NCAA tournament and get paid a lot of money. Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of money not to make the NCAA tournament. I mean, come on. I mean, the, yeah. Just look at Miles' career. Look at, look at Fred's till now. I don't know that Fred had to make – they're going to make the NCAA tournament, but I don't know that he had to, 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 get a, to get a sixth year. You know? So, no, this is a habit for basketball coaches. If you can land the Nebraska job, get it. <laughs> yeah. The expectations are incredibly low. Hey, let's uh, let's shift over to uh, football because it's February 2nd. Um, you and I and, and a couple others were told that if anything was going to happen with Dana Holgerson, uh, you know, he needed some time after leaving Houston just to chill for a little bit. February 1 would be a time to look for any movement with him. You hearing anything or have a feel on if Nebraska and Holgerson are still a, a match? We're kind of, I mean, I don't have any great inside information except, yeah, we, I heard what you just heard, and we're bra- I'm kind of bracing for it. It's kind of built into my day, the possibility it could happen. Um, but I don't know for sure if it will. I kind of hope it does. I think he'd be a great addition offensively. It'd be an interesting picture. I, I think there's a, a level of brand enhancement that occurs when you're able to land a guy like that. So I, I hope it happens, but I don't know for sure if it is. But I think if it is, it's you know the next it's today or the next few days. Sip, we spent some time kind of talking about the the outside view of Nebraska football in year two under Mad Rule, and where if you look at like the coaching list that people put out, and where you are from a tier standpoint, or where this this program is now in in a new Big Ten look, and it is interesting that. You do see Nebraska, it seems to be a little bit more positivity from the outside as far as what their expectations will be for this program now that the Big Ten opens up. If mm-hmm. you if you were to look at that, if you were to say, well, there's this is the reason why, is it solely on the head coach? Is it with what you have maybe returning defensively? Is it on Tony White? What what culture, I mean, what, what would you put there that says, well, this is why that is being said? Here's, it's because of this. It's a I think people recognize it's a pretty good team. It was a pretty good team last year. Mm-hmm. They didn't how they didn't win one of those last four is beyond me. And it's disappointing. And Matt Rules addressed it, and he says virtually what I said, what I just said. It's disappointing. But anybody that looks at the team objectively last year would say that's pretty good. They were, they were pretty good. Now they have now they have they've added through the transfer portal and through conventional recruiting enhancements to the roster so i mean i think it's just very it's happened sort of organically it's not that hard for me to figure out i think or it shouldn't be that hard for anyone to figure out they've been pretty good i all last year i would say to people i'm not covering a bad team i'm not covering a bad program Mm -hmm. it's pretty good they just you know again i'm I, i was shocked down the stretch that they didn't win one of those last four, hmm. but they didn't. They weren't getting hammered. I mean, yeah. they were sixteen they were points. Game. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, exactly. So I think Nick. I think it's largely that. I think we all recognize Nebraska's pretty good right now. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying they're going to be a top four team in the Big Ten, but look at the schedule. I mean, just go down it. There's only really one, maybe two games I look at and say I don't, I don't think they have a chance. But I, the rest of the schedule, it, it's 
they can they can get a lot done next year. Hey, I haven't talked to you since you came back from the uh, Polynesian Bowl, and your tan is starting to wear off. Um, has yeah. your opinion changed on Carter Nelson's involvement in the Correct. offense in 2024 after watching him in person and talking to him? Dramatically. I mean, I don't know that I can say – I mean, all I would say is I would just echo what Brian Munson wrote right after the game. Brian's a colleague at Husker Online, and he said they have to get something ready for for Carter Nelson, just something ready in the offense. I, I would I would agree with that. Um, oh, I was, I mean, I knew pretty much what to expect in Hawaii from Dylan, and I saw during those practices and in the game. You know, I saw three full practices. And um, the, the ball game, what I saw from Dylan that week is what ba- basically what I expected, not what I saw from Carter Nelson. I didn't know what to expect. I didn't necessarily expect that he'd be one of the best players on the field. I mean, and he was. Um, and if you watch the Polynesian Bowl, I, I just don't see how you could come to any other conclusion. But I saw it during practice that he was one of the better players. Hmm. And it's – He's really, really athletic. He's 6'5", 220, and super athletic. And he's got a hard edge. He plays with a hard edge that I didn't really know. He's really intent on proving himself. Because I think he hears some, well, I know he does because I talked to him. He hears the detractors. But it's not just a, a, a eight-man player with a chip on his shoulder. It's an eight-man player with a chip on his shoulder who has immense talent. All right, immense. I'm, I've been doing this for 30 years. I don't mind saying it. Hmm. I, he jumps off the page when you when you go to a practice. It's like, whoa, 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 whose number? I think he, he's more a couple of different numbers. But if I was just stumbling on the practice, he would make a big impression on, on hmm. me. I'd say, wow, who's, who's, who's the tight end? I mean, and, and, you know, I talked to Zimmer about him, and Zimmer says the same thing. I mean, he's got hmm. all he, – he really – I mean, in, in, in the feedback Carter got, Carter got was, you're in it. You're you. If you keep progressing, you're playing the NFL. That was the feedback he got, and I, I mean, I saw. I can understand it. We'll see. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it, yeah, it's always about about how he handles himself once he gets here and if he can stay healthy. It's always about that, but it's not about questioning talent. Speed, jumping ability, ability to catch the ball, willingness to block, all that's there. I mean, he's, yeah, he's got it. He's, he's a big time talent. Yeah. Hey, Sip, we appreciate it. Hey, did you make it to Shucks, by the way, the other night? You know what? We didn't. We went to a barbecue place in Manawa, a um, little, little barbecue place close to the lake, and it was actually pretty, really pretty good. I think it's called Brothers Barbecue. Okay. All right. Shout out. That's quite the uh, pivot from uh, seafood to uh, barbecue. Yeah. <laughs> it's quite a pivot, yes. <laughs> um, but it was good. It was really good. All right. We'll do, uh, we'll do uh, food with sip. That should, be, that should be a segment every week as well. Already looking it up. All right. I, don't, I hope I got the name of the place right, but I, I, I think if I say barbecue at, at Lake Manawa, that'd be the only place. Okay. <laughs> How did you? How could you already forget about the place you ate at a couple of days ago? I don't. I'm not good with names of anything. People, places, movies. Um, it's just, Except for Carlos O'Kelly's. Yeah. It 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 is. <laughs> it, 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 
It is Barbecue Brothers is what it's called. All right, that's good. Try it out. And breakfast and lunch as well. Sip, thank you. All right, take care. Uh, BBQBrothersCafe.com. 4.8 on okay. the reviews on it's the Yelp. Sip, That's good. put in a review. And so with Sip's review, it's up to like a six. You got Sip to giggle there, too. That was fun. <laughs> the man loved himself some Carlos O'Kelly's. I'm going to take, if, if if he likes barbecue, I've not been to the place that he went. He can, he can join me today. We're going to be in the line. I imagine I'm going to wait about 35, 40 minutes. That's not bad. To get into gyms today. Yeah. It's worth it. Yeah. That's not bad yes. at all. I've been, yes. I have been. not. It's been a while, but I've been. Yeah. I've done the research. There was times it's that I would go probably more than I needed to go, but yes. That's nonsense. No well, chicken, there's, there's little there's, pork. There's no such thing. Uh, you got to go to the links, get a little pork butts. Oh, yeah, get the hot links soon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, thank God they didn't just completely burn down, um, but they had to close after the fire, and then yesterday was the first day that they are back. I they, imagine it's going to be packed today. The oh, weather's yeah. nice. But yeah, especially tonight. You don't mind waiting. In line now. How long do you think that line will be on Ames? Because oh, be, it's not like they have a massive like drive-through or right. parking lot. Yeah, it'll it'll be substantial. It'll be probably like 30, 40, yeah, probably more than that, 30, 40 deep. Uh, I might skip the crossover because they open at 10. I don't blame you. <laughs> I would go. They'd understand. All right, Chafe and uh, Vers in the last hour. Mornings with Sharp and Hanley and Jimmy on 1620 The Zone. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.